Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another very fun episode of the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and as always, I am joined by the delightful Casey Woolley. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome in. Okay, so uh, topic, we're getting to that. I, uh, okay, I have a, a hilarious thing that I'm doing tonight. Okay. Um, that's Disney related. Okay. So what I, I was watching Indiana Jones in the theaters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a preview comes on for the latest Disney Channel original movie, and it is entitled The Slumber Park. And okay. Bas- and basically what happens in this preview is these girls are having a birthday party, and they invite a hypnotist, and then all of a sudden they can't remember uh, uh, what happened the previous night, and their friend whose birthday it was is gone, and they have to piece together the night. I'm like, is this the Hangover for children? And that's absolutely <laughs> what it is. It's Let what me it sounds read you like. the synopsis of the Slumber Party. Um, it oh, and it's now they have the full thing. But yeah, it's like. They have to figure out like why there's a duck in their room and why this is happening. Like oh, I'm like wow. this is like this is the hangover. So I must watch it. So that is tonight's <laughs> project. I am watching the Slumber Party, that is um, funny. the Disney Channel original movie that appeared uh, premiered on Thursday, uh, last Thursday, and is now on Disney Plus. That is funny. And uh, I I just uh, it was like I I out loud said in the theater it was like so it's the hangover. That is that is hilarious. Uh, of course you would you would you would love your you love your Disney Channel original movies. Those are like your those are like your jam. So I'm gonna come in next week's episode. I'm gonna come with a report on the slumber party. That's amazing. Did you realize I, I, before we even get started on the show, we have 35 reviews right now. Oh no, I did not know. That. I I didn't realize that either. I just was like, oh, it's been a minute since we've read reviews on the show, and of course my brain went like, oh, I should look them up. But we have 35 actual reviews, and we've got wow. A, 4.8 out of five stars. That's that's pretty good. I, I'll take that. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I, love I have confidence that this episode, today's episode, is going to convince all you out there who have not rated us to rate us and give us five stars, five stars, because this episode is one of those random ones. That's actually a brainchild of mine, not of Matt's Matt. You know, all those random episodes, those are usually Matt's episodes. And he's really good (laughs) at like coming up with like the most random topics, but this one's mine. It's been cooking for a little bit. So give you a little bit of background. Um, a few months back when we were planning out the episodes that were going to kind of take us into the summer, one of the ones that we had thought about was what about the top 10 ways to get around on Disney property? So when we kind of came back around to that last week, as we were preparing for this week, Matt and I are kind of like, I mean, we're going to have a lot of overlap. There's only so many ways to get around on property. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. And then all of a sudden it's like a light bulb went off and I'm like, oh, Oh, this is what we need to do. And then I pitched this idea. It wasn't fully fleshed out. And then randomly midweek, Matt gets a text message from me. I'm going to read it verbatim for you all, just to give you an <laughs> idea of like, like how, how we communicate to each other. Like this is literally um, like, this was Thursday, literally just no context whatsoever. This is just the text I send Matt. All right. For Sunday. Disney transportation wars. We each come prepared with two transportation-based scenarios. For example, you're at a particular park and your dinner reservations are at a resort and you have X amount of time to get there. What do you do? The other person will give their solution and then you will either tell them their solution is good or propose an alternate solution. And then we both decide which is better. Be creative and maybe even throw in a roadblock or two that could cause somebody to think on their feet. I think this could be a lot of fun. So that was my uh, my pitch to Matt. And all he said was, love it, but I'm going to be out of town and I can't record until later and all that stuff. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in true in true me fashion, I was like, ah, shoot, I'm not here at our normal recorder time. I gotta, I gotta... Oh, uh, I'll be doing that to you next week. So I'm, oh, going, great. To, I'm going to see <laughs> some, I'm going to see SummerSlam with my brother on Saturday. Nice. Night. Yes. Going to Detroit to do it. So, all right. So that is the premise. Each of us has come prepared with a couple of scenarios that are transportation based. In other words, how do you get around on property with either the most efficient way possible, the most fun way possible, uh, maybe the least 
costly way possible because i mean a lot of ways you could say well i just uber it well uber is not always the best scenario in those cases yeah and also yeah and i tried to and and i tried to stay away from uber as an option like yeah uber is an option to get anywhere at any time for anything yeah like (laughs) yeah you can uber you can uber wherever you can uber wherever but in the same regard you know if you're there during you know surge time or whatever pricing can be absolutely crazy so yeah so anyway we're each going to pitch one back and forth have the other person kind of provide their their, their insight. And then the person who originally pitched it will either say, yes, that's a good option. I'm on board. Or you know what? No, here's an alternate way to do it. And then we can decide which one was better. So that is what we're going to do today. Um, Matt, before we get going, I can't think, is there any news that we need to be aware of other than actually, no, we have to talk. Oh, uh-oh. We have to talk because there is some news. There, there's some Uh-oh. news. So I posted a very cryptic message in the Facebook group yesterday that no one's responded to uh, as of now, other than Disney owns Star Wars and sports teams. My 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 post was what do Disney fans, sports fans, and Star Wars fans have in common other oh, than I the fact this. that they are fans? Any idea what I'm talking about, Matt? Otherwise, I'm going to go on a rant. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, see, this is something that I should um, I should know about because I, being a sports fan, um, uh, and I deal with sports fans quite a lot. Uh, okay, what do we all have in common? Um, <laughs> well, uh, we all like to whine and complain about it. There it is. <laughs> That's it. That is it. They are some of the most toxic fan bases I have ever seen. And now I'm going on a rant. Some of you may have seen that Walt Disney um, Parks and Resorts announced a couple of days ago that the Hatbox Ghost was officially going to be going into the Haunted Mansion. They announced this back last year. They announced that it's going to happen. It should be up by the end of the year. And they specifically announced that one, one of the locations, not the only location, one of the locations he will make himself known is the endless hallway. Okay. Have you seen this, Matt? Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I saw endless hallway. Yes. Okay. Have you seen the uproar that this announcement has caused? I, oh, I have not. <laughs> my God. It puts Star Wars fans to shame. Oh, my gosh. They That's are saying something. <laughs> What's the the problem? The problem is that apparently to these folks, unbeknownst to me, and I've ridden Haunted Mansion Mansion a dozen times or more, apparently the ghosts don't materialize until after Madame Leota summons them in the summons room. And so to have the Hatbox ghost materialize in the endless hallway which happens before the the summons room the the incantation room would then make the story moot the problem is is that a bunch of other people have already proven these people wrong because there are actually a couple of spirits that make themselves known long before madame leota one of which is trying to get out of a coffin You might remember that one. The other one is playing a piano. And let's not forget the eyes that are glowing in the wallpaper, which are all ghosts, right? So, but these people in their, their heads are literally, literally, not figuratively, literally exploding because the hat box ghost is appearing in the endless hallway and they think it's somehow going to ruin the attraction. Get over yourselves people come on it is a theme park ride a fun theme park ride at that and this is what you choose to complain about rant over yeah um haunted mansion is a very touchy subject um Mm. for a lot of people i mean in any of those legacy rides at disney world or disneyland Anytime there's a change to them, you're going to have people that are going to be more touchy about the situation. But yes, I can I can very much tell you that sports fans are exactly like that. We are in training camp for the NFL right now. <laughs> it's one of my it's one of my favorite times because um, this is where you get ridiculous statements like, you know, this person's been faster than ever. Uh, this person looks huge in training camp. It's like they're throwing like with no pads on and no one's really playing any defense because they don't want to get hurt. Like, they don't want to injure their own team. Um, and there's just all this discourse of like, ah, it's, it's great. It's a great time of year. And I, well, I don't mean just, that sarcastic. I mean that really it's funny. It's just, 
This just proves the point that you literally cannot do or say anything on the internet at all without being, I'm sure there are people screaming at their, 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 their speakers right now going, Casey, how dare you? I'm sure that's the case. I don't like, think those the, people listen to this podcast. Uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> we, the amount just, of times we've called out toxic fans. If you're still here, man, you're dedicated. Yeah, you are very dedicated. I guess it's just my, my ultimate thought here is this. We are getting an update to the Haunted Mansion attraction, which has desperately needed one for a while, right? And if I know we're going to talk Haunted Mansion, we're going to be doing a crossover episode preview, sneak peek to everybody <laughs> with um the the uh, was it Ghoul and Glitter, uh, 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 Glitter and Gore, Glitter and Glitter and Gore podcast, Kaylee, Kaylee. Kaylee Jensen. We've had Kaylee. her on the podcast. We've had her on the podcast Mansion, a couple so. of times, so we're going to do a uh, kind of a revisit of Haunted Mansion since the movie came out, which I had a chance to see um on on Friday, but. Like we're getting this, we're getting this hatbox ghost in Walt Disney World carrying the legend over from Disneyland. I absolutely think this is going to be an awesome addition to the ride, but it just proves that, that no matter how hard you try, there's always going to be people who are just like so obtuse in their thinking and so anti-change in any way. I I, I just it boggles my mind. Disney could announce mind. tomorrow that their parks were free of charge from here on out forever. And there would be people that would find a way to complain. about. Wow. They do that. Then just look at me overcrowded. And <laughs> like, no matter what they do, it's, it's it, some people just want to be unhappy. Don't be mm -hmm. one of those people. Be happy about things. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get to the topic at hand, the featured topic. Um, would you like to pitch your scenario uh, first? I'm ready. Or would you... I'm okay. ready. So you're going to okay. pitch your scenario first. Go yes. ahead. Yes. So, Casey, uh, uh, you have spent a fantastic day at the parks. Uh, fantastic morning. Sorry. Fantastic morning at the parks. But you're really tired. Mm -hmm. So you head on back to our, your Art of Animation uh, resort room and you take a little nap. Which park um, was I in? Uh, it, for this scenario, it does not matter. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. You, whatever. You were an Epcot. Sure. Like, let's just. Okay. You were an Epcot. So I was an Epcot. Okay. All right. Now you went back to your room and at the Art of Animation, and you took a nap. Okay. Uh. But you have reservations at mm -hmm. the Be Our Guest restaurant mm -hmm. uh, for later tonight. However, Casey, you've overslept, mm. and you only have like forty to forty-five minutes to make your reservation. Maybe I the timing put it this way. You have a limited amount of time to mm -hmm. make your reservation in Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. from the Art of Animation Resort. How you doing it? It's funny because my scenario number one is very similar to that. It's a little different, but but we'll get okay. there. Okay, okay, great. Um, okay. So I'm at Art of Animation. I have a limited amount of time. I mean, honestly, the first thing I'm gonna do is probably check my phone and look at the bus time. Um, to see how, like, when's the next Magic Kingdom bus going to arrive? So for a lot of people who don't realize that, you can go right on your phone, check your resort uh, where you're at, and it will give you an up-to-date bus scenario. It also is going to depend on where I'm at in Magic Kingdom. If I'm in a preferred room, I know Matt wouldn't be because he won't spend Yeah, I'll say, I'm not rooms. in a preferred room, but Casey. If, you know <laughs> if I'm in a preferred room, that means I'm close to bus transportation, and it means that the bus is leaving in the next, you know, five to ten minutes. I can book it over there and get on the bus assuming that there's not a long line yeah if i'm further away or it looks like um it looks the bus like just left the, the bus just left um i'm going to skyline it over to epcot uh okay. and from there i'm gonna book it from france up to future world and catch the monorail and uh take the monorail over to the ttc make a quick transfer um over to uh, the uh, Magic Kingdom Express route and then take that over to Magic Kingdom. Um, there's a good chance that in 45 minutes, I may not make that in time, but okay, I do let me, know, I do know. Let me that give the you then about how much time do you think like, again, but let's say, you know, bus is not available. You just missed it. About how much time do you think that route would take? That route I just had? I, I, yeah. I, I think, I think I could probably get to the front gate in 45 minutes that way okay it's then the walk back to be our guest and frankly they're gonna let me in i mean if i'm five or ten minutes late it's not gonna be in the world um i could even give them a call and say i'm running a couple minutes behind um you know here's what's happening they're usually very flexible about that i think if i played my cards right and assuming <laughs> skyliner is not down 
uh, assuming that I catch the, oh, yes. the, in this, the yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, everything in, this, in this scenario, everything's working great. <laughs> yeah. So I would say in that scenario, I could probably get to the front gate of Magic Kingdom in 45 minutes like that way. Now, some of you might say, well, why not wait for the bus? Well, if the bus is 30 minutes away, which it could be. Um, and it's still probably another 20 minutes from Art of Animation up to Magic Kingdom. Technically, I could it could be a longer route uh, if I waited for the bus. Uh, so those would that would be my my suggestion if I was in that scenario. How'd I do, Matt? Okay. I, I you were kind of like pretty much right on with what I was thinking. Okay, first thing, pretty much you always want to check the bus. I think yep. the bus gets this like bad rep for being super slow. And don't get me wrong, it can be, but. If you if you walk out into where the buses pick people up and there's a bus waiting right there, that's the fastest option because that's a direct route to where you want to go. <laughs> um, but again, in this scenario, okay, the bus just left. Yeah, waiting for the bus is probably not the best scenario. So then, yeah, I was thinking, okay, Skyliner to Monorail is probably the best and probably the most fun. Like, so mm-hmm. if you take out the time crunch of that scenario, like let's say oh, you you set your alarm perfectly and you have a couple hours. Yeah, like don't take the bus, hop on the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then you know, mosey on. If you have more time, you wouldn't necessarily need to like rush over to Future World. You can kind of mosey around the World Showcase and then yep, yep. get on the monorail. And, um, you know, it, th- that's the nice thing about that route is that that's a way that you can maximize the fun mm-hmm. without like being in a park or doing a ride yep. that you've now in an hour basically taken two rides because you you did the skyliner and mm-hmm. the monorail mm-hmm. and um without having to really stand in a huge line like maybe you have to stand in a line to like you know do the I don't, I don't know. I, like it, maybe no, you kind of have to I, everything hit line, you're but... saying. Everything you're saying is hundred percent right. The biggest thing is, is because I think the biggest hang up that you might get is you'll have to do a little bit of walking in, in that Epcot kind of connection because the Skyliner is the back half yeah. and, and, and um, the monorail is the front half. So you're looking at least from that back portion to the future world, about a 15 minute walk at, at best. I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're booking it and if you've got kids, it's a little bit different. So, all right. So, so my scenario, number one, oh, I guess. Okay. So we kind of said the same thing. So yeah, really no way to pick it other than that. We both kind of had the same answer. I was trying to think of an alternative route and there I really, I mean, there I, really I, isn't one unless you minivan did or, or, um, or did something stupid. Like you went to Epcot and then took the bus from Epcot to magic kingdom. Well, that's not, that's not necessarily stupid. Stupid. I mean, I guess it depends on how quickly it could pick you up, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, in the, well, that actually kind of is going to bring my, let's oh, bring yes, my okay. scenario into it now. Cause right, it's I'm a ready. very similar scenario, but there's some things that are going on. So Uh-oh. in this scenario, you're at one of the all-star resorts. It doesn't okay. matter which one, but you're on the Southern side of property and you have a dinner reservation at Cinderella's Royal table ah. in 90 minutes. Oh, okay. So you're giving yourself the appropriate amount of time of 90 minutes. You head out to the bus stop um, and you look at the bus, the bus to get to Magic Kingdom, except one bus just left. There's at least another bus load of guests in front of you. And that bus isn't set to arrive for another 30 minutes, even to get on that one. So you're looking at least at 30 minutes for the next bus to arrive, which you're probably not even going to get on anyway. In other words, you, the bus is out. Yeah. The, well, it's not out. It's just, it's going to, it's going to be at least a, a, a 40, 45 minute wait, depending on when that next bus arrives after the next bus, uh, Uber and Lyft are in surge pricing. You don't have access to a Skyliner cause you're at the all-stars. So what do you do? I would probably look at, um, I would look at um, what the Epcot bus okay. was w- would would be looking like. Mm-hmm. So let's say the Epcot bus, you know, it's just Magic Kingdom that's heavy. But at the Epcot bus, let's say that's arriving in 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I'm getting on that bus. There's some people in line, but I'm getting on that bus. Mm-hmm. 
So then I would go on up to Epcot with the bus and then um, then I'd hop on the monorail there, pick up the Magic Kingdom loop and then hit Magic Kingdom. With 90 minutes, I'm feeling if I can grab a bus um, uh, pretty quickly to either Epcot, I suppose I could go Hollywood Studios Um I, I I suppose I could go Hollywood Studios to um uh uh um uh Skyliner to Epcot, but I I I if there's an Epcot bus, I'd rather just go direct to Epcot. Yeah, that's definitely the most efficient route. I would definitely give you I would say that's that's what I had in mind when I wrote the scenario. Another possible scenario that you could do would be to take whatever the next arriving bus is to any of the three parks. Uh, If you actually could get the Animal Kingdom one, that probably would be the most efficient of all because it's right around the corner. And then once you've gotten off of that, take the next bus to Magic Kingdom from there. So you could, you could, you could, or, or uh, you could also take from there, uh, if there's a if you get off at animal if you get off at animal kingdom or any of the res, any of the theme parks you could hop the bus that's going to get you over to the contemporary and then walk from the contemporary as well yeah i i think that or really um, any of the monorail resorts i guess yeah I mean, any of the monorail theoretically resorts. you could go to you could go to the poly you could go to the contemporary you could go uh you could go grand floridian or hell you could even go um you know, Fort Wilderness or Wilderness Lodge and then take the water taxi over, really. I guess it's just a matter of what's the next arriving one to get them to make the most optimal use of time. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of the challenge with a lot of this is it is dependent on time and what's the next arriving thing. Mm -hmm. So like if the Epcot bus isn't going to be there for another 30 minutes. Yeah. The Epcot bus is a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. Um, If uh, if if the animal kingdom bus is where right there and ready to go, well then I'll just hop on that animal kingdom is the trickiest because it is the most out there. If you're trying to get to anywhere around animal kingdom, it's just going to be a little bit more difficult because it's uh, so unless far you're, away. unless you're at the all stars or animal kingdom lodge, because they are built right around that property. So you, you're going to get there pretty quick. Yeah. All right. I'm going to throw my scenario number two at there out there gotcha. to you. Um, Okay, you are currently at Magic Kingdom, and it's about 5 p.m., and you're not going to stay at Magic Kingdom tonight. You have decided, you've had your fill, you want to go spend the evening over on the boardwalk. Mm. And you don't want a bus to take you to your destination, so you're not going to take the bus back to the boardwalk. What do you do? Okay, I have to remind myself where the boardwalk is. I I, I have it my is map. in Epcot area resort. It is in okay. the little. It's in that little cove, the Friendship um, Lake area, where Boardwalk Beach Club, Dolphin Swan, um, that that uh, that area right there okay. is all okay. yacht club. Okay, and I agree. I, I'm not really feeling like you know, not really feeling like I want to um, take a bus. I, I want something a little more magical, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's your last um, night, maybe, and you're just trying to make the most of it. You're, um, you're, and you're leaving, by the way, you're not leaving because you you absolutely want to leave Magic Kingdom, but you don't have Halloween party tickets, so you can't stay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, I mean, who wants to leave Magic see. Kingdom voluntarily? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I would probably, hmm. Um, I would probably, um, <laughs> interesting. How would I do this? Um, warning, I... warning. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The monorail has just gone down. Uh-oh, the monorail's down. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I think that I would, um, <sighs> so correct me if I'm wrong. But um, the boardwalk is in within walking distance of both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Is that correct? correct? Yes, it's definitely okay. within walking distance of um, uh, of Epcot. I believe there is also a path to get you to Hollywood Studios. Yes. Okay. Um, and then um, I believe what I can do 
is if I can get to Epcot. So how would I do that? Um, so because the because the monorail is down, you'd be okay taking a bus to Epcot if you had to. Okay, so that'd I'm, be the I'm only leg of the journey if you if you were. I'm to. taking a bus to Epcot, and then I believe I can by boat. I can um I can get to Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan of taking a boat. Yep. Um, I believe that is the um the friendship boat, which you can take from the International Gateway to the boardwalk. Um, I, I, I kind of like, I I like that option. Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Actually the friendship boat would work, uh, whether you decided to go to Epcot or Hollywood studios. Ah, So, so outside of the front of Hollywood studios, you could do one of two things. Uh, you could either take the Skyliner, which will, um, uh, take you to the back of Epcot and then walk from there or friendship boat over to boardwalk. Or you could just take the friendship boat from the front of Hollywood studios over to that cove um, and, and uh, hop off at the boardwalk as well. Either one of those could work for you. Um, obviously the caveat there is you got to get back via bus to one of those two to be able to do it. Uh, another possibility is depending on which resort you're staying at. Um, let's say you were on at a resort on the Skyliner line you could theoretically take a bus back to your resort, change, get freshened up, take the Skyliner over to one of those two resorts and then do the aforementioned friendship boat over at that point. Okay. okay. Yeah. The key yeah, is is yeah. you're not you're not stuck. You're not stuck having to take a bus in all cases. Again, we, we've talked about this. There's a number of different options that you could go to get you to your destination that make it a little bit more magical. Well, and let's say the monorail is working in, you know, or which, uh, you know, it, it usually is. Yes. Take the monorail to Epcot and then there's a boat. And again, if you it, like, I get it. The buses can be unpleasant. They're not for everybody. You know, it's it's sometimes a lot of waiting mm-hmm. and it, it, sometimes you miss it. There's other options. Mm-hmm. Um, You can you can do this. And so I, I and and even even like walking like, yeah, I know that you you've done a lot of walking, but walking on Disney property is nice. Like it's pretty nice. To, it is. To, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so you got the walking got the time, path. You got the yeah. walking path from the contemporary to Magic Kingdom. You've got the walking path from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom now too. So yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Mine's Yours. mine's very similar. Right. Um, <laughs> so um, I am in uh, Hollywood Studios. I just got done uh, with a great day at Galaxy's Edge. Nice. Um, similar similar idea. I'm just kind of feeling a little bit tired, and um, I'm staying at Port Orleans. And I'm ready to just go back to my room and 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 maybe pick up some treats there and uh, uh, have a chill evening on the French Quarter. How would I do this? So, okay. I mean, obviously, the, the, the most direct answer is I could just take the bus over, but that's yes. kind of boring. Um, I actually think I'd have a little bit of fun with this one, depending if I'm done. What I could do, I actually might pop over via bus over to Disney Springs hmm. and maybe um, catch a bite to eat over there. Maybe check out the World of Disney store, maybe the Lego store for a couple minutes. If this is just meant to be a chill evening, um, I might I might pop over to Disney Springs and do that. And then from there, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but there is a water taxi that will pick you up in Disney Springs. And um, it will take you uh, down the river, uh, down to Port Orleans French Quarter, and then further service onto Port Orleans uh, uh, Riverside. Uh, So I think I might hop the water taxi after I've had a little bit of a relaxing evening at Disney Springs and um, take that water taxi over to Port Orleans French Quarter, get off, uh, maybe go back to my room, maybe not, maybe stop over at the uh, the beignet uh, restaurant, get a couple of Mickey beignets, sit out, how hot it is, if it's like the summer or something, I might wait. Um, uh, yeah, I might sit, sit indoors, but I get a couple of Mickey beignets, enjoy those. Um, and if I'm feeling up to it, do the little river walk over to Port Orleans Riverside and, and, um, maybe do some shopping over there at the, at the, at the general store over there. It's a pretty large property. So I might do that. So, 
Um, I have talked as much as I possibly can. Matt is currently on the phone and I have been trying as hard as I can to just keep going. And and I, I don't know how much longer I could go. He's just on that phone and he's on mute and I'm just vamping like crazy. So um, yeah, I I, uh, I I could talk about the Barbie movie for a couple of minutes. I did see Barbie uh, last week. Uh, it was a really good movie. Uh, great all about women empowerment and um and and empowering women and girls in your life and um i i totally would recommend seeing it uh largest opening of any female director in history oh he's off the phone now i'm uh, back sorry Matt, we have <laughs> solved world history <laughs> i'm so sorry that was uh, i my my wife is driving back from iowa no and you're I, good I, I need to take that call um, um so whatever plan I said? you pitched was great all right long story short <laughs> bus over to disney springs enjoy disney springs for a couple minutes water taxi from disney springs over to uh, port orleans french quarter get a beignet and then maybe uh either walk over to port orleans riverside or again take the water taxi over depending yeah. Okay. That's, that's, I, I did, I, I uh, had something similar. Um, I think you could um, Skyliner to Epcot. And then I believe you can get through the French quarter out the back, out the back way um, or Port Orleans through the back way. No. Can you not do that? No. Hmm. No. Okay. Never mind. Then I must be thinking something else. You're thinking through the international so your way gateway? Is... Yeah. No, I, I wish you could, but no. Um, no, there's unfortunately Port Orleans is one of those resorts that the only way to get there is through um bus or oh, okay. or the okay. aforementioned water taxi so, from, from okay. Disney well, then, then let's do your way. Woo! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, here's here's one. Um, all right, this is actually one that actually happened to me. Do you have any more, or did you just bring two? No, no, that, okay. those are my two. Okay, so this was one that actually happened to me when I went for Momentum a couple years ago. All right, are you ready for me? Okay, you're staying. You are staying off property near Disney Springs at the Hilton Lake Buena Vista Resort. So you're okay. you're technically across the street from Disney Springs, but you're off property, which means there are no complimentary Disney transportation to and from the resort. They do have a bus transport that goes to and from, but I'll get to that in a minute. Currently you're at Disney's Hollywood studios and you just finished Fantasmic. Crowds are crazy and you can't remember where to catch your complimentary transportation in time. And currently rideshare is on surge pricing and to get from Hollywood studios to your hotel is going to cost you $73 and you're not going to get picked up for about 60 minutes. No bueno. How can you get back to your hotel both in a reasonable time and with minimal cost because you got to get to bed because your flight's leaving in about six hours? <laughs> um, okay. Sounds, so, sounds like a true trip, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like I need to get to Disney Springs somehow. Okay. Because if I'm across from Disney Springs, if I get to Disney Springs, then I can... I can go from there. That's that's not a um, bad plan. I will tell you that um, there are no, and this was true at the time. I don't know if it's changed, but at the time, there are no direct buses from the parks to Disney Springs running at this time. Okay. Okay. But so, your, your plan's not off. It's, it's, it's right. But mm -hmm. at this moment, you can't, you can't at least get directly from Hollywood Studios to Disney Springs. Okay, so I, again, it's the efficiency. Because man, I can send you all around. Um, it's the efficiency thing here that's um, getting me. Um, oh, oh, mm. I, I'll be honest. I really have no idea. I, no? I honestly have no idea what I would do in this situation. All right. So here is what I did. Here is what I did each of the nights that I was there. So what I did each of the nights that I was there is I ended up taking um, whatever was the quickest form of transportation to a resort near Disney Springs. Okay. Uh, so resorts that are near Disney Springs could include um, Saratoga Springs or um, uh, Pop Century, um, uh, Art of Animation. Any of those are near Disney Springs. 
And so once I took, you know, whether I want to take the Skyliner would probably be the easiest route coming from Hollywood Studios because you don't have to wait for a bus. But yeah. if there's a bus showing up and it's real quick, you can hop that bus. Once you're away from the parks, though, you have two choices. You can then hop a bus from the resort over to Disney Springs, which was your idea, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Now, getting there might take some time, though. That could yeah, be another 40-minute away. Or what I just ended up doing was going out to the front of the resort and looking at my Uber at that point, because I'm away from the park at that point, it's not surge pricing. And I was able to, and I'm also closer to my resort. I was able to catch uh, an Uber okay. over to my resort for about six bucks. I think for whatever reason, this is a weird mental block of mine that why would I go to a resort that I'm not staying at? Mm, and that's mm-hmm. that's a that's a a dumb way of thinking. Like there's there's clearly, um, but just that for whatever reason is like this blind spot that I have of like, wait, why would I go to this resort when I'm not staying there? And I think that just comes from like, why would I go to a Hampton Inn when I'm staying at the Marriott? Mm-hmm, like it, mm-hmm. you just kind of have this like, oh no, I go to the hotel that I'm staying in. But yeah, that that's that's actually a really good idea of like, hey, okay, I need to get to one of these resorts. And the nice thing about that is you have options. Oh yeah, absolutely like, you do. Like, oh, you know what? The Saratoga Springs bus, not great. Oh, but the Art of Animation bus is awesome. Let's do it. And um, I think I think it's important to realize, and the reason why I really wanted to do this episode is that taking a Disney World trip, people forget that Walt Disney World is 40 square miles. It is as big as the island of Manhattan, maybe even bigger. And so you are dealing with a massive transportation system that includes buses, gondolas, monorail, water taxis, um, a a, a ride share, minivans, right? You're dealing with hundreds of thousands of people on a daily basis. You have to be able to think on your feet because you never really know what what could get thrown your way. I mean, when I was there in August, uh, um, sorry, June, when I was there in June, um, I was doing some resort sightseeing and I happened to be at the Riviera Resort and I was in line to get on the Skyliner and the Skyliner broke down so much so that we waited 30 minutes and they finally said, hey, it's not going to be operational for a couple of hours. We're going to put buses in front of the resort for you. So then we had to truck it all the way over to the resort where we waited another 30 minutes to get on. People were missing their dining reservations and all this stuff. Right. I my um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy virtual queue was coming up and I was getting really nervous. So you have to think through what are the alternate ways to get around property if your preferred method is not it. And, you know, Disney says this a lot, and I know a lot of people scoff at this, Matt, but they tell you to get anywhere on property, you have to give yourself 90 minutes to get from one location to another. And you've said it a number of times on this property, park hopping costs you time, right? So if you're going to go from one park to another, that's fine. That's your prerogative. Some Bobby Brown right there, my prerogative. Um, (laughs) But you have to be prepared for for the fact that it's going to cost you time. And 90 minutes is not out of the question depending on where you're going. Yeah, it depends on where you're going. And that's where, like with Disneyland, if you want to park hop between California Adventure and Disneyland, you just... Hop on over five minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. You just hop right on over. Whereas, yeah, I mean, you, you really have to like, it's even with you, if the bus is right there and you hop on and they immediately leave, it still is depending on where you're going. It's a bus ride. Yeah. And then if you, let's say you hop on the bus at, um, at all stars and you're going to magic kingdom to catch a dinner reservation. And like you said, you are lucky enough Let's, let's even play it back. You're in your room. You've been in the pool all day, right? It's it's five o'clock. Your dinner reservations at 6.15. First of all, I think you're leaving too late, but let's just call it what it is. Yeah. You get out of the pool. You go to your room with your family of four. You change. You head out. You're not in a preferred room because you're mad. And... <laughs> You go to the bus stop and let's say you are that whole process, by the way, getting from your room to the bus stop, that's about a, a, a 10, 10 minute walk. If you're yeah, yeah. At 15 minutes, kind of at a relaxed pace, let's say it took you 10 minutes to change. So you've just killed 25 minutes. So it was five o'clock. Now it's five twenty-five. If you are lucky enough to get on the bus immediately, right? Again, there's a lot of factors that could cause you not to get on the bus immediately. Like let's say somebody's in a wheelchair. 
or mm-hmm. a scooter, right? They got to load them first. That takes five to 10 minutes, right? Then you get on, they, they, they start the bus from all stars to magic kingdom is a 20 minute ride. Yeah. So now you're at five 45 and your dinner reservations at be our guest, the back of the park, you've got to now get off the bus walk to the front of the gate. And by the way, all-stars, you're usually further back. That's about another 10-minute walk right there. It's a good so, it's a good hike. Yeah. So now you're at 555. You scan in. Now you got to get from the front of the park to the back of the park. That's another 15 minutes. You just made it at 610. Yeah. You're 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 sweating bullets a little bit on that. Yeah, you are. So like, but you're you're right. That's the key. And and what and we well, just God described... help you, if you catch a parade, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you got to maneuver and around all that. What we just described was the perfect scenario where again, like you walk on that bus and it leaves. If you have to wait, I mean, even waiting five minutes and, mm-hmm. and until everyone gets loaded and all this other stuff. And maybe there's a little bit of traffic because yep. it's five o'clock. Like, I mean, like it, it, you, you don't realize how expansive that Disney world property is. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for pick a park, go there and stay there. Even if you need a break, your kids need a break, find a shady spot and just hang out for a couple hours. Or, because... or if you're going to, if you're going to leave the park, don't go. You I mean, I'm with you. I, I I do believe you can leave the park, but like leave the park at an area around you. Like if you're in Magic Kingdom, pop the monorail over to Contemporary for a bit and chill out over there. Yeah. Because the monorail is going to get you right back pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. Or the Polynesian or Grand Floyd. If you're at Epcot, I don't even think you need to leave Epcot. But if you do hop the Skyliner over to like Caribbean Beach or Riviera and look around. Right. Yeah. If you're at Hollywood Studios, same thing. Hop the Skyliner. If you're at Animal Kingdom, again, as you said, that's the one park that's really tough. There's nothing around to really leave. I guess you could exit and go over to like Rainforest Cafe for a little bit, but you're technically yeah. still on the park. I'm kind of yeah. Rain- I just I'm kind of Rainforest Cafe now. I never yeah, thinks it's this amazing, uh, like amazing restaurant. I'm like we had one in the mall, like eh, whatever, and it wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it. It is like Disney World, especially time. Time is money, and so if you decide I want to leave this park and go back to something, that's okay. But just realize that you're going to then spend, I mean, if it's going to spend you an hour to get back to your resort and an hour to get back to a park, that's two hours of the day. That's that's a significant amount it of is. time. It is. It um, and is. so that's where I'm just an advocate for, like you said, like pick something close. Um, find, I mean, even the amount of times that we did this when it's like really hot out, we're a little bit tired. We just take a little bit of extra long lunch and just sit inside. Maybe we get something a little bit, um, you know, we get something a little bit uh, special, like a special drink or something like that that cools us down. Mm-hmm. And um, and and even like do a do a show that's going to be more sitting or, you know, the Hall of Presidents is a great place for everyone to sit in the air conditioning and take a little nap. Hall of Presidents, Carousel of Progress. Yep. The Tomorrow, the TTA People Mover, any of those yep. are great. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. Like, those are all uh, Mickey's Magic. Those are all or great places. The other to... great way to take a break is, okay, the parade's coming up in a couple hours. Get your seat and get your seat and sit there and um relax have a great time again get a little bit of a drink maybe you walk into a little bit of a shop there but you taking you're taking it easy and then when the parade starts up you've got rock star seating and now everyone's a little bit more refreshed and recharged mm-hmm. and ready to now get front row seats to this parade and then move on with the rest of your day. So you can kind of look at stuff like that too, um, you know, outside of transportation, just how do, how do I maximize my time? And that's kind of what this, what I liked about this whole episode is it's like, all right, how do I maximize my time or how do I maximize my fun within that time? Mm-hmm. Where, okay, it's going to take me 10 extra minutes to take the monorail and the Skyliner, but the monorail and the Skyliner are super fun, and I really want to take those. Yep. Speaking of that, have you ever played Transportation Bingo? Uh, I have not. So I was thinking of a fun way to end the show, and and, and it, it kind of came across this way. So I have a lot of fun sometimes thinking about how can I hit every form of Disney transportation in one day. 
And so that's Disney bingo. And so I've thought about this and I want to share with you a fun way to um, do every form of transportation at Walt Disney World in one day. And by the way, also get a horse and carriage ride too. So imagine you are staying at Port Orleans French Quarter. You can purchase a hour long uh, horse and carriage ride for up to four people that will take you around Port Orleans French Quarter, Port Orleans Riverside and back again. So that's number one. There's your number one. Purchase that. Love it. Ding, ding. You got it. Then you're also from there. You're able to hop the bus up to the Magic Kingdom. So there's your bus. Okay. Ding. From there, take the monorail over to Epcot. So there's your monorail. Ding. From there, get off in Epcot, go into Epcot, go to the back, exit out the International Gateway and hop on the Skyliner. Ding. All right. From there, you're going to take that over to Hollywood Studios, where from there, you're going to hop on the water taxi, the friendship boat, and take that over to the boardwalk to get a nice drink because you've earned it. Wow. What do you think? That's a trip. I mean, that is a trip, but it'd be a lot of fun, right? And here's the thing in between all of that, you could do rides and mm -hmm. other stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I love it. I love it. Like, absolutely. I, I've talked about this on this podcast and I've talked about this on like previous episodes where it, it's, it's so often at theme parks and this is not just Disney specific, but I do think that Disney is the best at it that it, you you think the rides are, are the only thing you can get up for and like, Oh, that's going to be the most exciting thing. Like, you you want to know the joy on my children's faces when we had to take the parking tram? Oh my <laughs> word, that was awesome! I guess theoretically, I should call that part of Dis- Disney transportation bingo the the parking tram too. Yeah, but like it's it's don't underestimate the power of something like that and and mm-hmm. what that can. I mean, even at the end of the night, my kids were happy to you know they were tired. We had a long day, but riding that monorail was a good time. Agreed. Well, Matt, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I think this was a good, fun episode, and hopefully, We're gonna have to try it, so, it, now that we have like the the blueprint of this, we got to figure out what what else we can do with this. Yeah. this is good, like some scenario well, things. And again, this this is the importance of talking to people who know what they're talking about people who know and have been to the parks who understand the parks understand the layouts who understand the. can you go to walt disney world without talking to an expert yes are you going to be able to maximize your time probably not and there's a lot to learn and again yes is this a pitch for for what i do 100 percent. i've been on the phone via text via email with multiple clients taking trips both walt disney world and disneyland over the course of the last couple of weeks i just got off the phone with a client who's traveling in october who was like are there characters at the br guest restaurant or you know what good character meals are there and i'm trying to give them all that information and so if you're planning a trip, let us help you. Let me help you. It's all free of charge. It's not going to cost you anything extra. Um, and and that's what we do. We're both experts at this and we have fun with it too, which yeah, is what I yeah. think is important. Like this is a perfect, like, or just listen. We have, we have tons of episodes on this kind of mm-hmm. stuff where like maximizing your time. What's, and even, even like certain kind of, I think we do a nice job too. At Like, again, I am not a preferred room person, but Casey's case for a preferred room is sound. I'm not saying that I'm going to get preferred rooms now, but he's not out of his mind for doing that. Um, And it's the same thing with like park hopping. That's not something that I like to do, but also there's, there's value. Plenty of reason why you might want to. Yeah. There's plenty of reasons why you would want to do it. I, I, and I, to help you all with this. So obviously we have the podcast and like Matt said, we have a whole host of resources available at sorcerernetwork.com under the, the the Disney Parks collection. But I've also started a newsletter. If you're more of a reader, or even if you want to listen to the newsletter, I actually have recorded the newsletter. So you hear me talking, just reading the newsletter. But I've got five articles, soon to be six, coming out um, on these very topics. Everything from should you park hop versus should you not park hop? What resort is the best resort for you? What your budget should be? Why you should use a travel planner? The one that's coming out this week, uh, Monday. So by the time you're listening to this, it will have already been out. But this one's going to be why you should split your stay and not do Universal Studios one day. We've talked about that on the pod before. 
for a family of four, a one day trip to Universal Studios on your Disney vacation could cost you an additional $1,600 for one day at Universal Studios versus adding just a fifth day at Walt Disney World is going to cost you about $200 more. So there's reasons and travel planners can help you with all that. So if you're interested, go to CaseyWooley.com, C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y.com and click the sign up for Monday Magic Articles. And these articles will get delivered to your um, email inbox once a week on Mondays. And uh, you'll be able to also see the past collection of them as well. Um, Matt, how do they get a hold of us otherwise? Yeah, you can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com, Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast. Um, Twitter. If you are not a part of that group, (laughs) you should um, be a part of that group because after we go um, after we go uh, uh, off the airways, I'm going to pitch something to Casey that might involve you wanting to be a part of that Facebook group. Ooh, um, little, ooh, little tease I there. Have no idea what he's talking Casey about. Might, Casey might squash my idea, so you know, no quotes on that. But um, uh, you know, just just some little fun, something little fun. Um, you know, little, little good time. Um, and uh, Twitter, Instagram at beers years nineteen twenty eight. Um, as Casey said, with our thirty five reviews, why not become the thirty sixth yes. to give us five stars? Five stars. <laughs> um, uh, I'll make a personal pitch. Um, as I uh, I am doing some board game tabletop content. This is not Disney content, but uh, if you like hanging out with me in this setting, you can head over to the Sorcerer Network YouTube channel. And I've got lots of Ticket to Ride, which is a fun game involving trains. And we're having a great time over there. So, uh, you know, if that's something that you're interested in or you just, you know, like hearing me talk, you like hearing the sultry sound of my voice, you can. <laughs> Matt, you know. I, lo- I love the dulcet tones of Matthew yes. Brown. Tones yes. of Matthew Brown. <laughs> Um, and as I've already said, I am a travel planner. So I am putting this out there effective tomorrow to everyone who's on my mailing list. But for those of you who are listening, I'm going to put this out there as well. Now through the end of July, if you book a trip with me, so beginning July 31st. So by the time this comes out, that's when this will be July 31st through August 31st. I said the end of July, I meant the end of August, July 31st to August 31st. If you book a trip with me, through the end of February, doesn't matter when you travel, it can be as early as this fall, all the way through the end of February. For every $2,500 you spend in qualified spend, which is basically anything that I would make a commission on. If I don't make a commission, it doesn't count. Um, For every $2,500 in qualified spend that you make up to $10,000, I'm going to send you a $25 Disney gift card. So you spend $2,500, you get a $25 gift card. You spend $5,000, get a $50 gift card. $7,500, uh, $75 gift card, and $10,000, $100 gift card. This isn't sponsored by Disney. It's not sponsored by Universal. This is me giving you part of what I make just to say thank you for trusting me to plan your vacation. Um, you can literally book a Disney vacation for as low as $200, $200 down right now with the rest due um, 30 days before travel. And right now, Disney has got tons of offers going on. Uh, Now through the end of September, they've got that $99 per day per park, um, up to 35% off discounts with Disney Plus. Universal Studios right now, oh my God, the discounts. I just booked a honeymoon for two uh, in September at their premier level resort for seven days, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, or not Labor, basically Labor Day through the, the 11th, um, two of them, unlimited access to all of the theme parks at Universal Studios, premier level resort, Lowe's, uh, uh, um, uh, not Portofino Bay, but whatever the other one is, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, $3,300, Matt, which got, got, which got them, by the way, unlimited Universal Express passes because they were staying at a resort, uh, a premier level resort. So like, I know where all the discounts are at. So if you are listening and you want to plan a trip, you want to give a trip to a family member or whatever, get it booked before the end of August. And I will add you to my promotion list to get that $25 uh, Disney gift card. Or if you're going to Universal, I'll I'll make it a Universal gift card, whatever is easiest for you. So, um, okay. Anyway, go to caseywoolly.com and you will, um, you can fill out the blueprint there. So. All right, Matt, uh, let's go ahead and wrap the show. Let's raise our glasses. Yes, this episode have been on, uh, has been on us, and we will see you next time. Ooh, I think I see the Skyliner coming. I'll see you later, everybody.
Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.